Welcome to Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, a podcast where two amateur mixologists introduce homemade cocktails and discuss what makes each one a giant hit. Now, here are your hosts, Finn and Matthew Henry. Welcome to Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, the podcast where we mix up the perfect blend of booze, banter, and brotherly love. I'm Matthew Henry, and joining me as always is my trusty co-host and partner in cocktail crime, Ben Henry. How's it going, bro? What in the world are you talking about? (laughs) Okay, okay, I... I tried to like mix up the openers and and I I was I couldn't figure it out so I went to ChatGPT. I was going to say cuz there's no way you wrote that. <laughs> oh, there are other ones too and I'll just you know each week I'm just going to introduce another <laughs> another oh. ChatGPT intro. Great. Great. Yeah. <laughs> AI is already winning. <laughs> You know, well, yeah, I figure you know kids can write whole essays about you know uh, with using ChatGPT. I can I can at least do an intro to a podcast. That's that's you know uh, that's fair. And and quite honestly, Matthew, I, that was kind of better than I think some of your previous intros. <laughs> was better than than before. Oh, it was way better than your previous openings. Yeah, I. I yeah, I, but here's, I kind of got to agree actually. But here's the secret. the The secret I don't think is ChatGPT uh, or, or any AI tool. I think the secret, Matthew, is is writing it down and deciding what you're going to say before you say it. Oh, get out of here! Yeah, I think that that's was the just, secret. That that you know, that's Chad... just silly talk. Come on. <laughs> well, anyway, so you, how am I doing? I am doing. I'm doing great. You know, it's uh, it's spring. Um, we haven't had an atmospheric river here in California. I think in like what three days. It feels yeah. it feels like forever. <laughs> It feels like it forever. does. Uh, we're supposed to have some warm weather coming up here in, in Northern California yeah. uh, in the next couple of days. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, baseball season has started. Um, you know, it's uh, yeah, things are great. I'm 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 loving life. I'm loving life. It's, right. it's spring break for the kids. Everybody's home. We're all gallivanting. Yeah, life's good. How are you doing? Yeah, no, I'm doing good. Uh, spring break is ending for us here, and so uh, actually, frankly, it's good to get the kids back out of the house, you know, for a little while. So, uh, yeah, and and in my household, uh, college, all the colleges that they have applied to have let, let us know where they could possibly be going, and so we have lots of, you know, angst going oh, on in the household right okay. now, which makes drinking, um, you know, extra important. To be honest, <laughs> wait, so are you the one with the angst? I thought I thought the students were the ones with the angst. Oh, no, they're the ones with the angst, but then they project that onto me. Okay. And uh, so, so the, you know. So then you get to drink. The way you deal with that is just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. Just, I need a drink. Yeah, I need yeah. a drink. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's the right way to deal with, with, with children, I find. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a few short years, they'll be able to join me. So you know. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Wow. So they have been, they have been thoroughly judged. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, you know, they didn't, some of them, they didn't get into their top schools, the reach schools. Uh, they got into some very good schools. There's some good options. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, now we got to figure out how to pay for it. Right. Do you happen to have like, you know, 60 grand lying around? Um, 
Just asking. We should, know. well, do I have 60 grand lying around <laughs> or do I want to give you 60 grand? Because those, those are two different questions. Oh, I don't want to know the answer to that. Nah. All right, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I love my niece and my nephew, but not that much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, enough about that. Enough about that. But, uh, you know, I do have a question for you. Okay. And this this one is uh, cocktail related, as you, you might imagine. Mm-hmm. Got me thinking the other day, what is the craziest drink you've ever had? And did you like it? Uh, wow. Oh. Yeah, I know asking you this type of question uh, could be, we could be going down a very long rabbit hole, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Yeah, no, this is like a, a rabbit warren. Yeah, this is, um, hmm, I have had a lot of cocktails, Matthew, in my life. Yeah, I mean, you have. We know, <laughs> we know we've had at least 52, right? <laughs> I guess it's not that many <laughs> now, is it? No, it's like, it's more like, it's more like 45, but, but we have 45 on record, right? Um, yeah, yeah. although I did do a bunch of shots on the Giants made the, the, the postseason. So, you know, yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, let's see. So I have had a lot of cocktails and, and some of those cocktails were really crazy. Some of them were crazy bad <laughs> and some of them were crazy good. Uh, let's see. Okay. So I, I think, you know, college kids make a lot of stupid choices, and, and yep. that also happens to be around the age when, you know, you're legally allowed to start drinking and, you know, uh, might also, well, you know, you know, college. And yeah. so I, um, I will say that I did have a, a, you know, the first time I ever had a Long Island iced tea was an experience. I think I had, mm. I think I had two of them. Did you realize what you were doing? No, I didn't. I didn't even know what it was at the time that it was given to me. Um, Uh And then I was later told what it was. And, uh, you know, it was just this sweet syrupy kind of thing. It's it's, you know, they mix all of these cocktails, I mean, all of these liquors together and it ends up just taking tasting like the syrupy mess. And so you don't really quite understand what you're in for. Um, So so that was that was pretty crazy. Um. I also had Goldschlager for the first time. Now, I know that's not a cocktail, um, but I remember, like, you know, that was the fireball back in my day, you know? Yeah, we, yeah. You know, our fireball was a little bit more highbrow, right? We had flecks of gold in it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> rather than just a cheap plastic bottle, right? Um, let's see. Uh, a Flaming Dr. Pepper was also a oh. pretty... And I think that one had no Dr. Pepper in it. No, but it it's supposed to taste like, like Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper or something. Yeah, which yeah. which a lot of college kids think is like the greatest flavor ever. Yeah, well, it's, it's so if I recall, it's like amaretto and rum. And you light the rum, like the 151 rum, you mm-hmm. light that on fire, drop it into a beer, and then chug both of them together. Right? I don't remember the beer part. That sounds like a boilermaker of some sort. And I have had those, and those are pretty crazy. Uh, Later in life, um, let's see, I have had um, uh, picklebacks, uh, which were shots of, I believe, Jameson chased with um, pickle juice. (laughs) Sure, why not? Shot glasses of of pickle juice. Uh, um, That was a really interesting experience. Uh, That was pretty crazy. I. 
I didn't dislike the pickle juice. I, you know, I think I mentioned in a previous episode not too long ago that that I was actually a little bit fond of a dirty martini. So, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that pickle sour flavor. Um, but that's a little weird. Um, let's see. Uh, ooh, I once had something called the Jackson 5. I think I've talked about this on a previous show a long ago. But way back when only our mother was listening. Yeah. Hi, Mom. Uh, and uh, that one wa- I was given for my birthday, which I believe had, um, what was it, Jim Beam, Jägermeister, Jose. Start naming off the J's. Cuervo. It was, yeah, it was five J Jack, drinks. Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. Johnny Walker. Yeah. Yeah. And it was. Jose Cuervo. Yeah. It was all four of the name guys. It was like the four horsemen of the apocalypse drink. And then you added Jägermeister to it because, you know, if you have something bad, you might as well add, you know, anise <laughs> flavor to it. <laughs> that was pretty awful. Um, I think one of the craziest drinks that I ever had, I don't, unfortunately, I don't re- really remember about the ingredients for it, but I had a really lovely cocktail in the city of Toronto. It was the first time I had a cocktail that used a heavy uh, black pepper as an ingredient, a black pepper, I think, syrup or something. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't really remember exactly how they introduced it into the cocktail, but that I still remember that cocktail. I remember sitting at that bar and experiencing that cocktail for the first time, and it was uh, it was a revelation. Um, so, I mean, those are just a few. I, I think if I had to pick the craziest one, well, I think it would probably have to be the Jackson Five one because that was just stupid crazy. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, the the black pepper um, cocktail that that uh, I don't remember the name of. Yeah. Um, well, how about you? What, have you ever had any crazy cocktails other than okay, anything with lemon lemon curd or right or right, or yeah. fruity uh, pebbles? <laughs> Yes. So on this show, I have, you know, kind of gone out into left field a couple of times. Uh, uh, folks, I actually, I think a couple of years ago this this week, I did an Easter themed cocktail that involved um, uh, lemon curd, lemon curd as uh, the sweetener. Uh, so that was a little going on, but I stand by that. I stand by it. I think it was good. Uh, another thing, I did a, a milk punch using milk from Fruity Pebbles cereal. And uh, that was delicious. And so, you know, those are weird. I think, you know, the ones that I've had, uh, I do recall when you're talking about your college days, I do remember my first 151 shot. And what I remember most is trying not to throw it back up. Uh, (laughs) I just remember my friend giving it to me and then he took away my beer. So I couldn't chase it. Right. And I didn't know what I was drinking and I just took a shot. And I remember feeling it go all the way down my throat. I remember feeling it going down my, my, was it esophagus? I don't know. What is that? Your, no, yeah. your throat, I guess, or whatever yeah, it is. It goes- and then into your stomach. And, and I remember feeling it hit my stomach. And then I swear to God, I, f- I could feel it kind of the coming out. And all of a sudden there were fumes coming out of my nose <laughs> and my eyes were starting to water. And uh, yeah, so I remember that. No, did not enjoy it. Mm. Did not enjoy it at all. Never did that again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the most unusual one was just actually a couple weeks ago at my favorite bar in Santa Rosa, Bird in the Bottle. Uh, there's a new bartender there and I'm trying to remember his name. I think his name was Dean. Could have been like Clark or Kent because in my mind I have Superman, um, you know, kind of in my head as a way of remembering his name. And sometimes that works and sometimes it gives me different options and I can't remember which one. Um, well, I think there was an actor named Dean who played... Dean Kane. Yeah. Yeah, who played Superman. That's kind of why I think uh, I use that name to I that... 
that mm-hmm. you know anyway i have this way that's what i do when i try to remember somebody's name i think of a famous person or a famous thing to associate them with and then it helps me remember their name uh but anyway he was new. Um, I knew the other bartender there, uh, Topher, and Topher says, and I always ask because they're always testing their newer cocktails. They're going to go on to the menu. They change them out every quarter. And I said, hey, what are you working on? And he's like, well, I don't have my stuff. He goes, but he's got something. And it ended up being with this bar, they're they're famous for their shrubs, you know, so drinking vinegars. Uh, so they usually have at least two or three cocktails that involve that. He created a shrub using roasted red bell pepper. And mm. so um, I don't really remember what was in the drink, but the prominent part of that was the bell pepper. And you could taste it every time you drank it. And you kind of think that that's something that you wouldn't like, but it was very well done. And I really, I did enjoy it. So, um, so that's probably the weirdest drink that I ended up really liking. Okay. Wow. Well. Uh... Oh, is it time for tip of the day? I think it is time for tip of the day. We should have like a chat GPT intro to tip of the day. No, we shouldn't. Okay. All right. I think Welcome you and I. to tip of the day. <laughs> we'll channel our friend Bob. Okay. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. Our friend Bob who helps us on our other show. Yeah. Yeah. Good guy. Good guy. Um, all right. Well, so today's tip of the day is the importance of ice. And, uh, you know, Cocktails, uh, almost all of them, are made with a combination of of ice and spirits, and uh, some in some cases you're shaking your cocktail, in some cases you're stirring them. Uh, but in both cases, when you're doing that, one of the reasons there's two reasons to to, to do that. One is to uh, combine the drink. Right. And the other one is and to chill it and then also to to offer some dilution. The ice uh, melts while you're shaking it or stirring it and adds a little bit of water to mellow out the cocktail. And uh, believe it or not, there is, you know, a, a proper way of doing this kind of thing. And so I thought it would be good to talk about that. Uh, the first tip is always use a dry ice, you know, and not like the dry ice that you put water in that smokes and all that, but, you know, ice that hasn't been sitting around. That's basically straight from the freezer because uh, you don't want a wet ice cube in there because that will dilute much quicker and uh, will pretty much, um, you know, create an imbalance in the drink. Over dilute. Over dilute. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, and then the reason you shake a cocktail is usually because there's citrus and uh, syrups. And the way you get those to combine is by shaking. Um, but uh, and then you stir a cocktail that doesn't necessarily that doesn't have any citrus. Um, so if you you stir anything that doesn't have citrus in there, because those will combine rather easily. Ben's drink today, actually, he's drinking um, a variation on an old fashioned and he's using a very large ice cube. Uh, as his cube in his glass, uh, which is a way of also controlling the dilution uh, in the drink, uh, because one large ice cube will dilute slower than a a bunch of smaller ice cubes. Uh, So that's another trick that you should know about uh, when you're using ice in your cocktails. Uh, but then there are some drinks that require, like like uh, tiki drinks, for example, the pebble ice or crushed ice, is, uh, and that will actually obviously dilute much quicker, uh, but also um, that's actually part of the drink, right? That it gives you, uh, it kind of dilutes it and helps it uh, bring those flavors out. Uh, and so pebble ice is uh, a way to go. And did you know? That you can actually buy pebble ice from places like Sonic and Chick-fil-A. And uh, you can actually go up and say, hey, I want to buy some ice. And they'll sell you a bag for like five bucks. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Um, 
Well, I, I, or you could get one of those fancy pebble ice machines that they have on uh, Amazon and, That's right. uh, and other places on the internet. You know, I know. It's not all about Amazon. There are other places on the internet. Apparently, that's what my kids. That's what my kids tell me. Like I don't know. I'm just. I'm like. Well, yeah, see, I just give Jeff Bezos. Last time my daughter money. wanted to buy something that wasn't from Amazon, um, I ended up having my card. My card ended up getting uh, stolen and uh, you know and used all over the internet. So, uh, so we're sticking with Amazon. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Good to know, old man. Uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, getting back to the ice and the cocktails, uh, rather than your, your sad life. Um, the, <laughs> the, the, uh, yes. Uh, I mean, it, you know, the, the, yeah, like the, the size of the ice cube, um, when you put it into like the drink, like I'm drinking today. Yeah. It has to do with surface area and thermodynamics. It makes the, it makes slowly releases the dilution into your glass so that, you know, your, your liquid stays cool, but doesn't get over diluted. Uh, because you want to focus on the flavors of the spirits. Uh, so yeah, it is very, very important. Ice is a very important ingredient. Don't skimp on it. Uh, you know, try to avoid using the musty, gross ice from your freezer that's been sitting in there for two weeks. Hey, look, I get it. You know, it's been a long week. You don't have your ice maker to stop, you know, working or your teenage kids like just used it all. And there's like that's all you got left. You do what you got to do. I I know that's the life I live daily. But you know, for for the most part, try to use uh, ice that's you know been filtered and and um, and is fresh uh, because it will provide a much better flavor. Right? It's probably one of the most prominent and uh, in- ingredients in all of your cocktails. So so don't skimp on the ice. Yeah. And there's actually, I don't even, I'm not, this is not a commercial and it's so not a commercial. I don't even remember the name of the company, but there's some, uh, there's a company based out of Petaluma that will ship you or you can get clear ice, like large ice uh, from in circle and, and, uh, and square, you know, uh, cube form. So, uh, so there, there's out there. You can, you can, you can even purchase your own high quality ice if you'd like, but, uh, but you know, don't listen to Ben. I, I'd pull my freezer, my, my ice straight from the freezer and you know, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. All right. Uh, well, All right. well, we should probably get into the cocktails, though. Well, yes, we should, but not before I tell people that I have a special freezer just for my eyes. <laughs> That's right next yeah, to keep my, saying my, special, keep saying my special freezer for my glasses. Your bougie yeah. freezer. All right. Should yeah. I talk about my cocktail now? Yes, please. What are you drinking today, Ben? Today I am drinking a cocktail that I have called the Orange and Black. Because, you know, this is giant cocktails, right? And last week it was opening day. For the San Francisco Giants, right? We made a special cocktail that we released on opening day. Uh, well, I mean, we made two cocktails. And um, this week, the Giants opening day is going to be tomorrow, Friday. Uh, a home opener, I mean. And I thought I would make another cocktail in honor of them called the Orange and Black. And as Matthew discussed, it is a cocktail that follows the old-fashioned template. Uh, but with a little twist on it. That makes it, I, I think, very um, unique. And uh, so what is it? It is one ounce of rye whiskey, three quarters of an ounce of Mr. Black coffee liqueur, one quarter ounce orange liqueur. I'm using Curacao, you know, because of the whole tiki thing. I've got uh, just this huge bottle of it left. So that's what I'm using. But you could use Cointreau. You could use Grand Marnier. You could use Triple Sec. You do you. 
Uh, I combine all of that into a rocks glass, and then I add two dashes of orange bitters. I stir that with a uh, cocktail spoon, and then I added a large ice cube, and then I took an orange twist, a large chunky orange twist, uh, expressed that over the glass, um, and then uh, tossed the orange peel in on top of the ice, and there you have it, the orange and black. And uh, this is basically an old-fashioned, um, but... Uh, the Mr. Black coffee liqueur is really the prominent flavor here. Uh, the rye whiskey kind of plays like a, uh, you know, it, it kind of plays the base here, right? It's it's the base flavor that you get. You get that kind of like, um, you know, rye burn at the bottom. Uh, but it's really the co- the fruity kind of uh, forward flavors of the coffee on top. Um, and with a little bit of the hint of orange from the, from, from the, the orange peel, the liqueur and, and the bitters. Um, and all of that marries together to play, to make a a very like pleasant and, um, I would say kind of light, easy drinking old fashioned. This isn't your brooding old fashioned, you know? I mean, Matthew, you've made a lot of old fashions, you know, like, like a lot of them, they can be broody. Oh yeah. Right. Contemplators, thinkers. Yes. Yes. Exactly. You got your 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 dark look, your dark spirit, your dark syrup, your dark bitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and and it's a it's a cocktail for sipping and and contemplating the future, right? This one is not so much that. This is more of a like, mm, this is tasty. I want to kind of finish this quickly. <laughs> and and because it's a little bit lighter on the on the liquor, you can do that. Right. Um, But uh, if you wanted to modify this cocktail, if maybe you don't like it so sweet, you could not do the curacao and you could replace that with uh, the the, uh, replace that with the Mr. Black or you could go with a little bit more rye um, because the Mr. Black is pretty sweet as well. And uh, that would make it more. Well, you have to keep the curacao because otherwise it wouldn't be an orange and black. So, you know, I'd say I'd say pump up the rye if you really want it to be a little bit more. You know, kind of in kicking you in the in the face a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's true. Just always add more liquor. That's you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. that's wonderful advice. Wonderful advice. Um, I think you know we, we talked about this last week, Matthew, with with replacing um, ingredients, and um, that's really why I like the old fashioned template so much, is because it is really easy to to make these kinds of modifications, right? Because first of all, it's a really simple template to begin with. It's really only three ingredients. It, you, know, it, yeah. you know, it's a whiskey, simple syrup, and and some aromatic bitters. And then these days, there's so many bitters out there, right? Not just orange bitters, yeah. which have always been around, but like, you know, so many novelty bitters out there that it's really easy to just very, very quickly change the, the profile of a cocktail by... Um, by switching out the bitters, right? You could put some coffee bitters in there. You could put cherry bitters in there. You could put lemon bitters in there. Um, and they got all kinds of other crazy stuff out there. I think I've seen jalapeno bitters. I've seen um, coffee bitters. Um, and then, and then, of course, since you're using simple syrup in there, the obvious replacement for that is a sweet liqueur. And, um, and so that's really all I did here, right? I mean, you just at the end of the day have to figure out, are these ingredients, are these flavors going to work well together? And I was pretty confident that the coffee and orange were going to work well together because I'm not the first person to figure out that that combo. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm smart and an original, but I'm not that smart and original. <laughs> well, I think the the old fashioned template is so tried and true that yeah, you could you could certainly just create something based on anything that you have, and uh, you know what kind of liqueurs you have, what kind of syrups do you have. Uh, you know, I'm I'm playing around with them all the time, and and it doesn't just have to be whiskey. I mean, it could be any real spirit in in there combined with the sweetener and bitters. So encourage you to play around with that. But that sounds lovely, Ben, the orange and black for opening day or home openers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be, I think I might steal that and drink one on the home opener myself. I know. This is definitely a, a, a go back to, man, I've been hitting yeah. them out of the park, man. You get me out of Tiki and I, you, I just can't, I can't, you can't stop me. <laughs> oh, like, I'm nailing it. He's, I was going to use the word he's unhittable, but I don't think I want to do that around the Giants. <laughs> so uh, this is a, this is a, right. this is a strikeout. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a strikeout. Uh, I mean, I can I can do this forty one times. I can do this. I can do this forty one times, Matthew. I can do this forty one yeah, times. Right. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing like it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, all right. Well, we should probably get on to my cocktail. <laughs> Let's do that. Uh, uh, so, uh, a couple episodes ago, before opening day, I I brought a uh, a drink called the Switchblade to the the show and if you recall i was basically calling it a um like a chocolate margarita they replaced the the cointreau the orange the triple sec with uh creme de cacao uh so it had tequila creme de cacao uh and then it had um simple syrup and um and then i can you know i should probably i should probably look what, what did it have it had uh uh yeah oh lime juice of course yes lime juice and then it had some cayenne pepper as a garnish um so then we started talking on the show what if we could probably replace the tequila with rum and so that is exactly what i've done today um but i didn't actually make this cocktail as i was looking through i found one called scorpion kick and I started reading the the ingredients this was literally the day after we recorded our last podcast and i was like this one looks familiar. And I'll tell you, it has two ounces of light rum, a half ounce of creme de cacao, one ounce of lime juice, a quarter ounce of simple syrup, and 10 mint leaves. So the only difference on this is that we've swapped out tequila or rum for tequila, uh, and then we've switched out the cayenne pepper for mint leaves. And everything else stays the same. There's a little bit less simple syrup, and I can explain that by the fact that rum is a little bit of a sweeter uh, profile, so you don't need as much uh, sweetness to balance the, the cocktail. Uh, so this cocktail, so you anyway, you put all those ingredients, the rum, creme de cacao, lime juice, simple syrup, and mint leaves all in a shaker with ice. Shake it for about 10 to 12 seconds. Double strain it into a chilled coupe glass. Garnish it with a mint sprig. And uh, one of the ways to really, when you garnish it with mint, get a nice healthy amount of mint and slap it on your hand a couple times to release the oils and then place it in the drink. Uh, because then when you bring the drink to your to your mouth, you can, you get this aroma of mint. And uh, so when you do all that, uh, this is an amazing cocktail. And when I was doing the switchblade, I called it a margarita because it had the tequila in there. And I was like, I know a margarita when I see it. Well, now with the rum... I know a daiquiri when I see it. And it's kind of funny how you just switch out the different uh, spirits and all of a sudden you've gone from a margarita to a daiquiri. So basically you combined my cocktail and your cocktail and made a third cocktail that already existed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, and, and the creme de cacao, again, I'm using the white creme de cacao. Uh, it's a very subtle chocolate flavor, but it does bring a nice, uh, nice balance and sweetness and chocolatiness to the cocktail. Uh, and the lime juice is really strong in this one. There's, uh, an ounce of lime juice. So that's, it's quite a bit. Uh, and, uh, but all of that comes together in this very bright, but and and balanced cocktail, uh, and so there you have it. I am uh, introducing the Scorpion Kick, which the irony of that one is that the name of the cocktail you had when I did the Switchblade was called the Scorpion. Uh, so all of this kind of like coincidence things happening, and uh, to create this uh, this cocktail that I'm bringing today. There you have it, the accidental cocktail, the Scorpion Kick. Uh, yeah, I mean this is this is a daiquiri. Right. Like, I mean, a daiquiri simple. The daiquiri template is two ounces of rum, one ounce of um, simple syrup, one ounce of, of lime juice. Um, mm-hmm. Typically, I think people do three quarters of an ounce of, of lime juice and, and simple syrup these days. But it's it's basically a two one one with rum, simple syrup and uh, and lime juice. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's the daiquiri. And so all you've done here is take out uh, two thirds of the simple syrup and replace it with creme de cacao and added some mint. Yeah. And uh, and there you go. Um, But the thing is, it does create an entirely different flavor and experience. Right. Like, you know, the creme de cacao and the mint together, that's a far way off from a simple, a simple daiquiri. So just a few easy tweaks. And here you are with something quite different and that feels uh, much different. And um, yeah, cool. Cool. Well, that's all I got today, Ben. And uh, we're getting to the end here. We should probably wrap this up for another episode of Happy Hour. You are right, Matthew. It is about that time. Uh, There you have it, folks. Today, the Scorpion Kick, the orange and black, two wonderful cocktails to kick off the home opener of the San Francisco Giants. It's been lovely talking to you all today. Uh, Hey, since you made it all the way to the end of the episode maybe you could go check out our Twitter posts or our Instagram posts um, and like those and retweet them or even reply to them because Matthew loves the attention and he'll definitely talk back to you. Definitely, Um, definitely. At Giant Cocktails on Twitter and Instagram. That's right. And tell your friends about us and maybe even leave us a review on Apple Apple Podcasts because that really, really helps the show. Uh, And with that, Matthew... Cheers to you. Cheers, Ben. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Giant Cocktails Podcast. Until next time, bottoms up. <laughs> <laughs>